The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. The Soccer Talk Discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, I come before you today to address a certain situation. It involves none other than Eric Cantona and his recent comments about the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. You know, after seeing what he said, at the end of the day, Eric Cantona was not exaggerating. I don't believe he was exaggerating at all. Now, as now Eric Cantona is a guy that I respect him. Okay. Now, do I all do I agree with everything everything he says? No, not particularly. I mean, we all know that the beef, the, the lifelong beef he has with with, with uh, Didi Deschamps, and uh, you know how uh, you know Eric Cantona thinks of him. I mean, that's the kind of disagreements I have with Eric Cantona, or you know, Cantona accusing Deschamps of being a racist. I mean, that's where I would disagree with with Eric Cantona. But with Cantona's uh, recent comments about the uh, World Cup in 2022, how he says that he will not be watching it, I mean, what he said, you, you can't argue it, okay? But you know, at the same time, I don't think he's exaggerating because some people saying people they're definitely saying that he is, but he's not. I mean, people have to think about what he's saying because you can just tell based on everything he said in that in these comments, okay? And I have him right here. You know that Cantona took some time to think about it before he said it. All right. Now, as far as uh, you know, and this actually came out. I believe, I believe this came out. ES, ESPN FC tweeted this. I think it was. A, it was actually a week ago. It was January twelfth. That, that's when I first saw it. You know, I just wasn't. I just wasn't too sure if I could do an episode because if I, if I, uh, if anything I had to say was actually going to take up enough time for it to be worth it on an episode. But, but since I took a week, uh, since it took me a week to think about what I was going to say, you know, because I took my time to think about it, you know. I figured, well, I took my time, I did my research and everything, so, alright, I guess, I, I guess uh, here we are. So, as y'all know, the World Cup this year is in Qatar, and uh, it has stirred a lot of controversy because uh, of Qatar's, um, 
uh, how things are going on Qatar and you know all the all the allegations and, ac and accusations of how Qatar treated the people who built all the stadiums and they support and, and I think uh, the human rights violations and everything going on in Qatar uh, I mean I understand I mean I'm not confirming anything about Qatar I mean I haven't I mean uh, based on everything I've seen you know there's been this alleged you know keep in mind I'm saying this is all alleged the alleged treatment of the people who again built the stadiums and the human rights violations I mean keep in mind this is all alleged. I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, it's 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 in the Middle East, and you know, I'm of Middle Eastern descent. So, you know, obviously the Middle East of how the life is there, you know, compared to here in the U.S. I I, I get it, but you know, the fact is I'm not there, so I don't know. It's I mean that, that's why I said it's alleged, especially with Qatar. I mean, in my case, my parents have told me about because my parents, you know, grew up in Syria, so you know, I believe them, but. That that's something for something else, but but as far as Qatar goes, again one more time, just to confirm, you know, I've heard all the the alleged treatment of the people who were building the stadiums, the alleged human rights violations, and everything there. But again, it's alleged. It's all it's all alleged. I'm not saying confirm anything. It's alleged. Just want to just want that to be clarified. Okay. So here's what Eric Cantona said. Now, it, it is a little bit lengthy, but you know it, it is important for me to say. It's all start. Eric Cantona on Qatar hosting the World Cup. And I quote, To be honest, I don't really care about the next World Cup, which is not a real World Cup for me. I'm not against the idea of hosting a World Cup in a country where there is a possibility to develop and promote football like in South Africa or the United States. But Qatar? It's not the country of football. It's only about money and the way they treated the people who built the stadiums. It's horrible. Unquote. You know, I always tell people this, you know, every, basically every country that's hosted the World Cup currently has or has had a shady past, okay? We've had the World Cup in Argentina, Brazil, and we know, you know, in, in a, how, you know, everything going on, I mean, all the alleged corruption and everything going on in those governments. Uh, Russia, you know, of course, the history with Russia. Uh, France and England. Uh, both sorts of terms. You know, their past during doing colonizing a large percentage of the world. Of course, you know Germany, who's hosted the World Cup. You know Germany's past. The United States. You know the image of you know of the United States and everything. I mean, I mean, this is not about getting political or anything because I don't do politics. Okay, I don't do politics at all. And the bottom line is, you know, is that every. Basically, every country that's hosted the World Cup has a bad image. Whether it's current or in the past, the bottom line is there's that shady history. History, okay. I mean, especially South Africa with apartheid, okay. But you know, the bottom line is is that in in, in this particular case, Eric Cantona, I I don't know if I want to say he's lying. I mean, I can't say that Qatar is not the country of football. That it's all about money. I mean, some people will tell me, Alex, it's clearly obvious it's, it's about money. Look, maybe it is, but like I said, I, I can't just confirm it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Qatar. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Eric Cantona's a liar, or like I said, he's not ex exaggerating. I mean, he's just, he's just you know, giving you know, a piece of his mind. And what he's entitled to, and I respect his, and I and I respect his opinions, whether I whether I whether I agree or disagree. But I like how he says that he's not against the idea of hosting a World Cup in a country where there's a possibility to, to develop and promote football. 
you know, it's also in some countries, it's about to un- it's about uniting the people. You know, it's about a fight against racism. I mean, when when France won the World Cup on home soil in '98, you know, it, you know, the idea of uniting, you know, French people, you know, you know, uh, and you know, a fight against racism. I mean, that was the same thing in. I I would imagine uh, also, you know, in Brazil or in, or in Argentina. You know, you know, a, a, host, a country hosting a World Cup is something huge. So. But, but uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you know, South Africa, when the, the World Cup took place there, I mean, it was definitely something huge. I mean, back when it was there in, th- in 2010, the, the South African team uh, unfortunately did not do well. They didn't make it past the group stage. But, you know, having the World Cup in South Africa, you know, was to do good for the country because the country has been through so much, you know. But, you know, I like it. But, you know, the possibility to, to develop and promote football, I mean, when it comes to the United States and South Africa, that is actually def- that is actually definitely spot on because now South Africa, from what I'm told, is that the main sport there. Soccer is popular, but I think rugby is their is their main sport. And of course, here in, in the United States, soccer is not very popular. I mean, the U.S. women's national team, you know, you know, very successful, but you know, there's a lot of U.S. fans that love soccer, but the, you know, but really, soccer is not treated as a I say passionate sport, like, you know, there's a lot of soccer fans, but it's, the USA, when, it, when people think of American sports, baseball, basketball, and American football, all three of those come to mind, and soccer's not in that category as far as the main sports of the USA. So I understand you know, how you mentioned the USA, I mean, back in 1994 when the World Cup was in the USA, I mean, that was actually, I believe, that was an attempt to really help rise the popularity of soccer, the popularity and love for soccer in, in the USA. So, and hopefully in 2026, when the World Cup is in Canada, the US, and Mexico, you know, I really hope that it's, I really hope that the development and the promotion of the lo- of a love of soccer for the USA and Canada, for that matter, I hope, that it, I hope it rises significantly. I really do. I mean, hopefully by then, you know, as we talk about the US, with all the tests they've been doing and the rebuilding and growing of the team, like all these tests that they're pa- they're passing so far by winning all the titles, you know, I said that by the by the time 2026 arrives, the USA could have the strongest and most talented team that it's ever had, and if the USA has the the best team they've ever had, and the USA makes a deep run in the, in, deep run in the World Cup, I mean that's really going to make an impact. So, so as far as you know, Eric Antonio goes, I mean. I'm definitely with him when he says, you know, he how he he's actually for the idea of for a World Cup being in a country to promote and develop soccer. Uh, I, I'm definitely for that, and I and, and and I understand. All right, but you know, we'll go through that. So about Eric Cantona's uh, comments. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I might have said that he's not wrong, but but, but what I mean, like, it, it's not wrong. Like he's not wrong. Like it, when he says that Qatar is not a country of soccer, it's all about money. I mean. It's not about that where I say he's not wrong. I mean, whether he's right or wrong, I mean, everybody's gonna, everybody's got their opinion. I mean, for me, as far as Qatar not being a country of football, I mean, I don't know what the, the main sport is of Qatar. I really don't. But you know, when I say that he, when I say that, when I say that he's one hundred percent not wrong, is you know, is, is is about the idea of hosting a World Cup in a country to, uh, like I said, develop and promote soccer. I mean, that that's where he's not wrong, but. But when it comes to uh, when he says again, you know, and I quote, "But Qatar, it's not the country of football. It's only about money and the way they've treated people who built the stadiums. It's horrible." End quote. You know, 
like I said, I mean, as far as the treatment of the people who built the stadiums, it's it, it's all alleged. Okay, I mean, I I was not there. I was not there in the country to see this. You know, bad treatment. I'm not saying that it's not true, but like like I said, I mean, my hands are tied in this one, especially as a, as a journalist. It's alleged because I'm not there. I don't have the proof. I didn't see it with my own eyes. And as far as the money goes, I mean, obviously, like I said, some people say, well. <laughs> Alex, it's clearly obviously it's about money because we all know how Qatar is. We know what the oil money and everything. Look, I get it, I get it, but I can't just say it's only about money. Whether it's, it's whether it's true or not, I mean, for me, you know, I can't take the I can't take a side. So I'm not gonna take the side on Cantona for that part. But again, you know, one more time just to clarify, so there's no uh, so nobody's getting anything twisted. I'm definitely with Cantona uh, with, with the idea of you know for a, a country hosting a World Cup to. You know, again, you know, to develop and promote a love of soccer, to make soccer popular in that particular country, and the USA is definitely, you know, one of those ideas. So and so and so is uh, South Africa, obviously Brazil. I mean, Brazil's soccer's uh, always been loved there. Is same thing with Argentina, but and of course, you know, having it in Canada. I mean, and you think of Canada, you know, hockey is their main sport. But so even though soccer has a slight popularity, I mean, you know, Canada is one of those countries where you want to develop and promote the love of soccer. So anyway. So going back, so because everybody has asked me, like, what are my thoughts on Qatar hosting the World Cup? Uh, you know, I spoke to this with Steve because you know, and speaking of Steve Adams, you know, uh, I'm not, uh, my good friend and mentor Steve Adams. I really am curious to know his thoughts on Eric Cantona's comments, and the same thing goes for my Stoppage FC time boys, uh, Joe uh, Maver and uh, Zach Westrick. I'm I'm super super curious to know their thoughts and. Since I know that they'll be listening to this, uh, boys, I really am interesting in your interested in your thoughts. But as far as a uh, a World Cup being hosted in the Middle East, this is—I mean, me being of Middle Eastern descent, I I guess it, there is a little bit of pride. It does, I guess, get me excited. But because of everything going on in the Middle East, you know these these the civil wars. The, the political situation, the corruption, it's it's brutal. But, but when, you, when you talk about corruption, I mean, we can't say it can't be there because of corruption. Because all these other countries that have hosted the World Cup recently, like Russia, Brazil, South Africa. I mean, come on, you know, corruption is a major problem there. I mean, it's a major problem there and, and there's no writing corruption in those countries too, so... So as far as the corruption goes, I mean, you're you're, you're going to see that every, everywhere you go in, in in every country. Okay, well, well, it doesn't matter whether which ones are worse or not. The bottom line is, as far as corruption goes from a government, I mean, that's been in basically every every country that the World Cup has hosted. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, going back with the, with the Middle East, um, really, I mean, I don't have really a clear answer because like I said with everything going on you know the civil wars you know the political the political situation but the same thing goes with political situations I mean I'm sure in Russia that this it's the case as well Brazil and South Africa you know all these countries have you know these bad political situations so I guess the bottom line is it doesn't matter where the World Cup is hosted that any country is gonna have its it's gonna have its pros and it's, and it's, it's definitely gonna have its cons. So it, it, it's brutal. So I mean, 
because all these other countries with the with all the alleged treatment of the people and you know whether it's the citizens and everything not just the people who built the stadiums but the alleged mistreatments and all the human rights violations i mean that that's not just supposedly in qatar i mean you know human rights violations mistreatment of people corruption i mean that's not just in qatar i mean that's that's all over the world so so basically overall my hands are tied because you know there's all these different there's all these different you know points and everything so you're basically in a world of loop-de-loops where you just run into one conclusion going to another one possibility to the other one pro and then one con and then you know you know i mean that's why i say at the end of the day regardless of where the world cup is hosted that particular country or countries i'm pretty sure from now on after this year i really believe that the 2022 world cup is going to be the final world cup to be hosted in just one country because starting in 2026 instead instead of 32 competitors there's going to be 48 48 so that's why i really believe that one country is not enough to uh to support 48 uh, participants so so i guess so so anyway <coughs> excuse me going back so it doesn't so from basically whichever countries are are the hosts there's going to be pros there's going to be cons there's going to be some consequences either way so 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 really i mean either way you know there's gonna be some criticism but you know even if qatar is not you know seen as a country of football i would have said well i guess you know maybe this is the chance to make it to to help you know promote it because like i said you know you know obviously it believes that qatar is not a country of football now do i agree with him no. Do I disagree with him? No. Because, again, that's Cantona's opinion, and I respect it. Because for me, you know, I don't know whether Qatar is a country football or not. Because, like I said, I don't even know what their main sport is. Now, in Canada, obviously, it's not a, it's not technically a country of football. But, it, you know, but, but, you know, that's a country where, you know, that FIFA should obviously take the chance to help promote the love of soccer there. Because, you know, you think of Canada, you don't think of soccer, you think of hockey. You think of South Africa, you think of rugby more than soccer. I mean, soccer is popular there too, from what I understand, but rugby is obviously uh, more popular from from what I understand. I mean, I might be wrong or not. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I mean, this is just simply my opinion. I know, and if, if I'm wrong, if there's anybody from South Africa listening, if soccer is the main sport and not rugby, you know, I don't mean any disrespect, uh, but you know, but but I'm pretty sure that rugby is the main sport. So. But going back to where, you know, a particular country is not a country of football. I mean, I guess, you know, FIFA, you know, as bad as and as shady as FIFA is, FIFA can truly commit themselves to, you know, to make, you know, to making a change of that, you know, to helping it make, uh, to, to make uh, soccer popular there. So, uh, yeah, so, so in that particular case, I mean, to say that Qatar is not a country of football, whether it's right or wrong, you know, for any country... Let's make it a country, a country of football. But with Qatar, you know, it, you know, saying you know, it's it, for them, it's all about the money and you know, and the alleged treatment again. You know, it's it's all alleged because you know, I'm I was not there. I don't have proof. I didn't see it with my own eyes, so I can't say like that. So I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if there's research that there's all these evidence of these countries, of this other countries that are you know that were mistreating its people i mean 
in some countries, I've, I guess I've seen some sort of proof, but, you know, but, but as far as Qatar, I mean, in Syria, I've, I've seen some proof, you know, in other countries, but I, if I, I've seen proof of, of, uh, of mistreatment and corruption and everything. I've seen proof in other countries, but the bottom line is in Qatar, I've not seen it. But as far as I, as far as I know, every country in the Middle East, including Qatar, is corrupt, so. But then again, I'm pretty sure every single country in the world has a has corruption. I mean, corruption is a corruption is basically a, a a cancer that doesn't go away. It's inevitable. Every country has it. It's it, it, it's in every country. So, so going back, so all these, uh, so yeah, I've seen proof of alleged abuse of people, you know, whatever in other countries. But the bottom line is, I've not seen it for Qatar, so I I really don't know. I mean, obviously there's the corruption, but but saying it's all about the money and. Like that, that's what I really don't know about. Now, as far as the way they treated the people who built the stadiums, I'm pretty sure there's proof out there, but since I haven't seen any, I have to stick with the term alleged, so, yeah. I mean, this really has been a difficult episode, because I might have, you know, mixed up some of the words I've said, or I might have sounded like I'm not knowing what I'm saying. It's just that, really, at the end of the day, when we think of Qatar, whether it's really about the money, or, you know, how bad the treatment was of there, I mean, I mean, really... Everybody has their opinions, and, you know, if you, if you think that it's really about the money, I mean, that's your opinion. I respect it. If people think it's not really about the money, Qatar really wants to make a difference, and Qatar, whatever about the people, I mean, it's your opinion. But, like I said, as far as the treatment of the people who built it, I mean, you know, like I said, I don't know because, I, again, I was not there. I don't have proof. I don't know. So, yeah. It's really, it's really a tough situation. But then again, I, I mentioned I've seen uh, some, you know, shady things in the middle, in the Middle East, especially when my, when my family's, my parents are from in Syria. So, that's different. Like I said, I saw that about Syria, but I have seen nothing about Qatar. So, so I don't know. But, but going back to Eric Antoine as, as we close this up, I'm, sh I'm sure I got super carried away because I wanted to make some points. Um. Well. Obviously, he he won't he doesn't care about the next World Cup. Okay, I mean if he doesn't want to watch it, then fine. In my case, I mean I will watch it because you know I love soccer. You know, and of course I, I got my job. I'm, I'm a sports writer. I'm a, I'm a podcaster, so I got my art. I got my writings to work on, and I've got my sh my show Internet FC to worry about. So, I mean it, it'll it'll be tough, but you you know I'm sure a lot of people you know would say they didn't watch it when it was in South Africa or Brazil. So for me, I'm trying. I, I, I'm trying not to, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm trying not to think about the, the politics. I mean, I want to leave politics out of it, okay? Yeah, Paul, in my case, I, I do this because I, I love soccer. It's for my love of soccer. It's for my passion to write and talk about soccer. I mean, that's why I don't want to think of the politics, the corruption, and all the negative things. I mean, I get it. I get that all that can't be ignored, but I'm just, I'm... I don't want to deal with that kind of drama because again, I'm not good with politics. I don't like politics. You know, it create it, it causes drama. I mean, yeah. So for me, as far as the World Cup in Qatar goes, I'll watch it, but I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna watch soccer, the World Cup, because I it, it's for my love and passion for soccer, and because you know I got a job to do as far as this show goes and as far as my writing goes. So, I mean, you know, for me, and you know. It's like that. I'm just gonna watch soccer, enjoy it, and you know, because like, let's keep in mind. I mean, some people won't even have won't even have the chance to watch it because they can't afford it or they they have to work. So for me, I have the opportunity. I, I might as well you know take it because I appreciate it. So, but again, you know, for me, it's because I love soccer and you know and and 
writing and podcasting is that's how I make my living. So, you know, it, it, you know, it, it's 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 because you know for me it's it's what I love to do. So, so I mean, so in case if everybody is wondering, am I going to watch the World Cup? I mean, yeah, I am going to watch it. So, but at the same time, I respect if if, if I respect Eric Cantona's opinion, whether I fully agree with it or not. But uh, like I said, to clarify one more time. What I truly agree with him more than anything is 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 the idea of hosting a World Cup in a country where there's where there's a possibility to develop and promote soccer, and you know that that that's where I fully agree with with Eric Cantona. So, yeah, I mean Eric Cantona is one of the most pr- important guys in soccer. I mean, you know, unfortunately for me, I've also said before. I mean, I I didn't get to watch too much of Cantona. I mean, I remember the kung fu <laughs> the kung fu incident kick. I remember being two years old and seeing it. So. I even remember my dad's reaction, and I always tell people, well, my dad's reaction was in a certain way that he's just lucky that my mom was not in the living room right there because based on what he said, he would have been in big trouble. So, anyway, it's been a pretty tough episode. So, yeah, I mean, Eric Antonis' comments, you know, like I said, there's that one particular part that I agree, but overall, you know, it's his opinion, and I felt like, you know, I should probably address it because I am really curious to know what people think about about it, I mean, I know that my friend and mentor Steve is is not is not particularly thrilled about the World Cup being in Qatar, but you know, I made it clear. I've even said some of the boys. You know, I, I spoke about but my stoppage time at FC boys, Joe Maver and uh, Zach Westrick. I'm also super curious to know the, the you know this dude this dude who's the, whose opinion I really like to know who's actually been on this show who's a passionate soccer fan as well, uh, Mr. Rod Angeles, because he and I we've spoken about this before, and and, and I said you know. All the alleged stuff and you know the politics is, is what I keep out of. So, so I'm really curious to know. So Steve, Zach, Joe, Rod, I I'd like for, I'd like to get your thoughts on Eli Cantona's comments and you know tell me just, just just tell me what you think. Appreciate it, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you in all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.